We've all seen the incredible horse and rider combinations as the backbone of our sport. But what about everything else that makes the equestrian world tick? From the everyday grind to the world-class professional, join the Equestrian Podcast as we talk about every equestrian discipline in a way that hasn't been done before. Now here's your host, rider, trainer, and influencer behind my equestrian style, Bethany Lee. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Equestrian Podcast. I'm your host, Bethany Lee, and this is episode 295. You may have noticed some changes in Wellington, Florida, especially around what was Palm Beach International Equestrian Center to now Wellington International. Our guest today is the Director of Sponsorships at Wellington International, but she is super involved with all of the updates Wellington International has been working on. They did a rebrand last year, and it was announced last March, and... Over the last almost year, the company has already dedicated millions towards the improvement. The full scope of the changes will take several years and is estimated to be completed in 2026, but Wellington International is making huge strides to make big improvements for the venue and the event as a whole. So here to talk about some of those amazing changes and tweaks that you may see this year and the following years to come, please welcome our Director of Sponsorships of Wellington International, Lenore Brown. Hey, Lenore. Hi, Bethany. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on. I know this time of year with the start of WEF is crazy for you. Uh, So thanks for taking the time. Yeah, no problem. I'm happy to do it and we're happy to finally be underway. Yeah, amazing. Well, give me a little rundown first. How did you first get started in the horse world? So I was born into a horsey family. I was actually on the back of my first pony before I was walking, thanks to thanks to my dad. And then I, like so many other people, you know, did runners and then I transitioned into jumpers. And then I worked my way through the industry. I like to tell people I really have done it all. I've been a groom and a vet tech and a barn manager and you name it in the industry, I've done it. My previous role was the president of Phelps Media Group. Uh, I was lucky to be at that company for five plus years before I transitioned here to be the director of sponsorship at Wellington International. And I am still an amateur equestrian. I do the meter 10 Olympics <laughs> as I Love like to that. them because that's how they feel <laughs> Yeah, uh, with, my, with my horse, but it's definitely a lifelong passion and a, a lifestyle that I'm attached to. Definitely. You joined Equestrian Sport Productions last year and a time that is just like so transformational for the company from Palm Beach International Equestrian Center to Wellington International. Can you give maybe those who have seen these changes but don't really know a lot behind it, can you give me a little bit of a rundown of why there was a need for a rebrand? Sure. So we get we've gotten a fair number of questions about the rebrand and and where it came from. So originally the venue was called Palm Beach International Equestrian Center. It was the, you know, the crown jewel of equestrian sport here in North America. And the acquisition of the property by Global Equestrian Group was really, really pivotal for them. Mm -hmm. Um, We join our sister property over in Riesenbeck International and the Global Equestrian Group really wanted to make Wellington stand out. And when they took a step back and and looked at how the rebrand would go, they realized that all of the Europeans, all of the people that came from all around the world didn't say that they were going to 
Palm Beach or the Palm Beach International Equestrian Center. Mm -hmm. They said they were going to Wellington. So they thought it was really easy for them to just name it what everybody was already calling it. And so that's the genesis of the name Wellington International. Also, the rebranding was really important because they wanted people to understand that making this venue the best it can possibly be, creating a destination within the equestrian industry for hunter, jumper, and dressage sport. And so this was the first step, was the venue. They did that in March of last year. And then over the summer, we rolled out the new logo for the Winter Equestrian Festival with the palm tree. So that's Mm -hmm. something new that people will see. And it's just, you know, one of a series of changes that people will notice from us, not only physically, but also, you know, our new website, wellingtoninternational.com and all of the changes that you will see when you come on site. I've heard the motto of the rebrand is setting new standards. So what does that mean? And why does there need to be a shift towards this higher standard? The motto setting new standards really comes from our founder, Andreas Helgstrand, um, the founder of the Global Equestrian Group. Andreas, as well as the entire Global Equestrian Group, is really focused on customer service and making everything that they own the best it can possibly be. Mm. And so they wanted all of the exhibitors and the attendees to know that that was our goal and that everything that we were going to be doing from the time they bought the property through all of the different phases of development that are happening and are yet to come, that it really was because they were putting horse sport first, horse safety first, experience first, and just creating what the standard should be for the top level of sport around the world. We, as a company here at Wellington International, we understand that people come to us for the longest amount of time sort of anywhere in the industry. They never stay anywhere for as long as they do in Wellington. They're here generally between four and five months now, which is totally unheard of. So we want to start trends here. We want to be the change that we want to see in the entire industry. We want people to say, oh, we had this happen in Wellington and we really want to see it at other horse shows that we attend because we liked it. So from the level of competition that we have here to the type of barns that we have built here to the level of hospitality and marketing and sort of in event experience. Those are things that we've made big changes to over the summer. And we're going to continue to focus on as the, as the property and the product develops. I feel like also a big part of this shift has been understanding the, you know, the past or the former Palm Beach International Equestrian Center to really kind of determine what could be improved. So what do you feel like are some of the biggest challenges from the past that will, you know, now be addressed for the future? So one of the things that I think people assumed when the property was purchased is that they were going to leave and come back one year later and everything was going to look different. And I hate to burst anyone's bubble or disappoint anyone, but unfortunately that is not the case. Things do look different, but they look subtly different. And the Palm Beach International Equestrian Center is 
like Wellington wouldn't be what it is without this place and all of the work that the former owners put into making this place special, but it was tired and it was going to take a lot of work just to make it beautiful again and make everything stand out and make everything pop and make everything look like brand new or like it did when it was first made. So a lot of the work went into making things correct and making them clean and making them safe for the horses and the exhibitors that were here. And then as years go on, people are going to see things really starting to look different. Some of the big things that people will notice when they come are really the big things that have changed are focused specifically on horse welfare, because none of this exists for any of us without the horses. And so keeping the horses safe and sound is the most important thing to the the venue management here. So we have three brand new barns, and then we refurbished the four permanent barns. And then rings seven and eight were also completely redone with brand new footing and brand new drainage and brand new fences. And those are rings that are heavily used for all of the different disciplines that we Mm -hmm. do here. They really needed the love. And then also you'll see things like all of the paving has been redone with that rubber paving material so that it's safe for horses to walk everywhere when they're not on the bridle paths. And you'll also see that a lot of the spectator seating now has shade structures that cover all of the seats rather than partial seats so that people can actually sit outside in the middle of the day, not be uncomfortable with the sun and really, you know, just make it a healthier environment for everybody that's here. Most importantly, the horses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely know there you're, you're right. They're subtle, but there are like the things like the big covered seating area at the Rost and mm-hmm. um, just, yeah, all the different kind of subtleties you can see the barns look amazing and like so much more fresh. So yeah, there's, there's already been some really great changes. And you also included you know, like riders, trainers, grooms, and visitors in the process by asking feedback, which I think is yeah. such a big part of doing the the right type of improvement. What were some of the top issues you kind of saw from, from that feedback? Yeah. So I'm actually glad you brought that up because I think that one of the things, and, and I, I can say this because I was a new employee, you know, uh, most of the people that have worked here have worked here for a really long time, which is great. But also when that happens, sometimes people get stuck in their ways. And so when Global Equestrian Group purchased the company, they immediately said, well, we have to ask feedback. And I think everybody thought that was a little scary because hearing negative feedback can be hard. But I have to say that we didn't hear a lot of negative feedback. We heard a lot of super constructive criticism and it was amazing mm-hmm. the ideas and the feedback that people had and how appreciative you know we were to, to be able to see things in a different way. And for me personally, it was a huge learning opportunity to, to hear what other people thought. Um, the biggest thing that people talked to us about was like usability of the venue. So parking and restrooms different types of food options for people that have dietary restrictions, which, you know, in your day-to-day life is a no brainer, but when you're at a horse show, you know, 
you don't really think about the fact that maybe the people that are working in the barns have dietary restrictions. So mm-hmm. we added a lot of different vendors there and we redid the ticketing system. We redid the website because that was obviously a big sticking point as well. And that was a really huge project. The shade definitely came from people that owned the box seats or rented the box seats specifically. You know, they said we would use it more or, or be there more if there was more shade. And then another thing just around how people attend is you'll notice that around the international ring bridge, the tents used to be pointed up, which looked really nice and made the ring look more impressive, but it really limited the amount that people could see if they stood on the bridge, which is a really popular place to be. So we removed the pointed tents and we made them flat. So now you actually can view the entire ring from the bridge at you know, over the international ring, which is a really special and iconic place. Right. Love that. What are some of the biggest updates that, you know, maybe have happened or have yet to happen that you personally are the most excited about? The barns are a really big deal. And I talked about those earlier. Um, The barns are really beautiful. And we had really great partners that helped us with the barns, Ida Development and Barn Walker that worked with us on those. They're a really critical partner and the barns look beautiful and I think are a really popular addition. But, you know, we have spent since Global Equestrian Group purchased the property almost $9 million in improvements. So wow. there were a lot of things to improve and a lot of things to do. That is more or less what we anticipate spending, you know, every year on improvements going forward. So I think that you're going to see more permanent barns. I think you're going to see more improved hospitality options, different levels of hospitality. Um, We're looking at increasing prize money for the FEI divisions because we know that that's coming along the lines, which is crazy because we're already giving out just shy of $13 million in prize money in the FEI divisions here. So, you know, there will be bigger purses. I think that we're looking at opportunities to do more entertainment outside of the ring so that we can really become a community hub and lots of other things that I think are exciting, but I know I'm not allowed to to, to talk <laughs> about publicly just yet. So yeah. it, there's definitely a reason for people to continue coming, whether it's for the entire season or a month or a couple of weeks and, mm-hmm. and just check in. And the other thing is we want people to know that we're going to continue to have our Friday night stars and Saturday night light events completely for free. So you can come to the venue. You just have to pay to park. So as many people as you can safely fit into a car, you pay one fee and then you Mm -hmm. can come and it's a completely free family fun experience. And so we just hope people are going to come and, and keep checking in and seeing all of the work that we're doing. I don't know about you, but when I first started my businesses, it can feel super lonely and really overwhelming with all the things that you feel like you have to do, but it doesn't have to be that way. What would it feel like to have all the time in the world set aside to strategize, organize, and actually brainstorm for your business and not just try to catch up on your email inbox? Miranda from Marketing for the Uninhibited has been my business coach for the past year, and she has helped me with just that. Unlock your marketing with her. 
and she has a new one-on-one marketing intensive, which is four weeks of virtual support. If you need help with stuff like branding, marketing messaging, content strategy, a marketing plan, and specific goals, then this is seriously perfect for you. Miranda has helped me so much with my business, and she made it go from like a side job that I was doing to a multi six-figure business. Miranda will be there to cheer for you, coach you, and support you via text, email, Voxer for the entire four weeks as you execute your custom 30-day marketing plan. Use code Bethany at checkout at marketinguninhibited.com for 10% off your Marketing Unlocked service. Again, that is marketinguninhibited.com and use code Bethany at checkout. Grooms are such a big part of our sport. I wanted to talk to you about this. Um, Such a big part of our sport, such a big part of WEF and having a venue, especially for a lot of these grooms who are here for months on end um, Mm -hmm. to be able to work efficiently, to be able to continue to enjoy their job, support their horses and riders. It's such a crucial part of a successful season. So are there any updates that grooms can expect to see? So I think this year grooms are going to see more signage that says thank you to the grooms because that as a former groom myself and Mm -hmm. having spent, you know, many, many months of my life here walking back and forth or riding the canals back and forth. um, It's really was like important to me that we started to say thank you as many places as possible because it it does make a difference to see that you're noticed as part of the community. Cause sometimes I think grooms feel a little lost, but just like the horses, like the horses wouldn't be here without the people that take care of them. And that is the grooms and the veterinarians and the farriers. And so, you know, they're a huge, a huge part of why we exist here and we do appreciate them. So the grooms are going to see that there's more food options here for sure. Nice. And then there are, conversations for the future about how we improve facilities for the grooms or whether or not we create more like permanent opportunities for the grooms to have space here um, that they can utilize. The other big thing that we're hopeful to improve for next year specifically is adding more parking and adding more like groom parking or exhibitor parking specifically so that when the grooms come in their own cars, they don't have to drive around praying for a parking spot. And we do know that's a challenge. So those are things that we're working on as well. But those are the types of initiatives that now that we've brought the venue up to a competitive level that we're comfortable with, that you'll start to see more of those types of focused improvements going forward. Definitely. Shopping is also a huge part of WEF. Uh, The stores and the fashion are definitely a big part of the lifestyle that encourages many people to come back each year. Are there any updates to the shopping experience for 2023? There are updates to the shopping experience for 2023. Um, You know, we worked very closely with the vendor department to look for vendors that were actually going to set up shop here for the entire time so that people can develop a relationship with the vendors. And even if they can't purchase something week one, but they're going to have more time when things settle down during Mm -hmm. week five and six that those vendors will still be here. So we have more permanent vendor locations. Um, Karina Perez made a huge investment and bought sort of a tiny home that she outfitted into a jewelry store. Um, So that's here and it's really, really beautiful for people to see. 
Also, our partners at Wellington Equestrian Realty actually opened a permanent office here on site so that people that are interested in buying a home or a farm can actually visit their office when they're at the horse show. They don't have to, to leave the horse show. Hermes, their store, they're always a favorite. Who doesn't love Hermes? Their permanent yeah. store got a beautiful refresh and they did an incredible redesign in there. And then new to us is actually part of our family is Kingsland. Mm. Kingsland was here probably five years ago, but since being acquired by the Global Equestrian Group, they have also come back and they have a rider focused store down in Vendor Village. And they also have a WEF focused store uh, with all of the WEF merchandise. And that is up by the Tiki Hut. So that's really cool. And we offer, you know, it's not just sort of like those luxury brands or clothing. We have all different types of vendors here from photographers to boot makers to blanket companies, you know, you name it, we have it. And we just encourage people to come and look. Like I said, there's vendors at the barns, you know, familiar faces like Farm Vet. Then we have a bunch of new faces in Vendor Village up at Tiki Terrace in the International Club. You'll find Helkstrand Jewelry is new to the International Club this year. And then Hunter Hill has also gotten a refresh. So definitely worth coming to check it out because there's something for everybody. Amazing. What would you say for someone who is a part of Wellington International, whether they're a visitor, an exhibitor, trainer, groom, what what kind of ways can they be a part of this kind of open conversation about the improvements? So definitely keep an eye on their emails because we send out surveys every three months or so for to, to sort of gauge how people are receiving the improvements that we're making and if the improvements that we're making are enough. Mm-hmm. Also, this year, it's going to be easier to find the people that work at the horse show because we're, we are all credentialed wearing Wellington International staff credentials and also wearing Wellington International clothing that has been provided by Kingsland. So if you see a staff member, don't be afraid to stop, ask questions, give feedback, um, mm-hmm always walk into the horse show office or the administration office and drop a note. Everybody here is really approachable. That's something that I didn't know before I worked here, but I've learned, you know, more and more every single day that I'm here is just how invested all of the employees are in the success of the venue and making sure that everybody's here is, is happy. We take a lot of pride in this place being successful and and being attached to something that people love to do. So also they can submit uh, inquiries via the website. Those will always get answered. And then you can message us on social media. We are available on Instagram, Facebook. We are on TikTok, which is our favorite place to be. Um, And then if you're a dressage athlete, you can do the same through the channels at the Adequan Global Dressage Festival. But definitely don't be shy because we feel like the more feedback we have, the better. What would you say is something that you are passionate about within the industry that you feel like other people either don't talk a lot about or people maybe just don't know a lot about? Oh, that's a good question. For me, I would say... I'm obviously really passionate about sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Um, I really think that horse shows in general are stuck in an old model of doing sponsorship. And there are lots of other opportunities for people to be engaged in ways that 
don't have banners hanging on the fences um, or don't have jumps in the ring, like ways that can be more collaborative and expansive and benefit the horse show as a business, as well as the sponsor as a business. Also creating more unique opportunities for, you know, charities to be involved or for people to be advocates for things around the sport. So there's definitely, you know, I'm open to feedback and love talking to people about that, but, you know, just being more collaborative, also being more inclusive, like that's something that is really important to me. I think that unfortunately horse sports is shrinking because people don't feel like they can get involved or people don't feel like they belong in our community. And horses have been the great, you know, uniter of humanity, maybe second to dogs, which we also love for thousands of years. And so I definitely don't think that we do enough to include people. So that's something else that I'm really passionate about is how do we get more people re-engaged in the sport? How do we get more people that are interested in riding or watching? How do we make sure that equestrian sports stay in the Olympics and stay on TV. And so those are things that, that I'm focused on and always working with our team on and hopefully things that people will notice in terms of our social media and all of our advocating opportunities as well. Definitely. Well, Lenore, thank you so much for taking the time to give us a little bit of a rundown of the improvements and what's to come for Wellington International. I mean, you said it yourself about how, you know, all of the members of staff are so passionate about these improvements and the horses and the sport. And um, I can just see that in you also that you've been a part of this sport, you know, as a rider, as a groom, as a competitor, working within the industry through Phelps and, and now through Wellington International. So thank you so much for all you've done to be a part of this sport and giving another, you know, opinion and voice through Wellington International. So thank you. I'm excited to be a part of Wellington International for this year and experience all of the changes. And I wish you all the best. Thank you, Bethany. I can't wait to see you uh, here for WEF and I hope to talk to you again soon. All right, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked what you heard, please take a minute and write a review on iTunes. I would so appreciate it. It helps people like you find the podcast and it helps me get some killer guests. Thank you so much and I will talk to you next week.